This is the audio from a live stream of the world's nerdiest improv show, parentheses, W-N-I-S, parentheses, Weenus. If you would like to watch the video that accompanies this broadcast, you can go to W-E-E-N dot I-S. That's Ween dot is to access the video, transcripts, links, and learn more, or even send us something. Thanks for listening. Life's too normal and you need a change from something totally expected to something strange. It's time to go to a place where improv dreams come true. And all we need is you. It's the world's nerdiest improv show. Hello, Hello, everyone. This is the world's nerdiest improv show, parentheses, W-N-I-S, parentheses, Weenus. And we are your hosts. I am Katrina Charles. And I'm Jen DeHaan. And I don't know, we're going to talk about improv stuff, aren't we? We are. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about improv stuff, how it relates to our lives, how it relates to our lives how it relates to our souls oh we're getting so deep already we are yeah you know this is a very deep show and if you're not ready for that maybe you're not ready for us wow (laughs) that's just coming in hot at our three viewers if you don't like this show you are not ready for us bye ah shoot we're down to two viewers oh no oh no oh no Oh, well, that's okay. We'll gain another viewer or two back one day if we yeah, try hard it'll enough. Just, it'll just, it's just the... You know, I'm I'm only about um, people who get me, you know? Yeah. If you, if you don't get it, it's okay. You don't have to watch. So we will have just one viewer. I'm just... And it, and it will be me on another computer. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much... That's how I get my friends. My friends are me on another computer. I'm doing, like, both the roles. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm so, Anyways, if I had to wait for someone to get me to be my friend, I am... That is why I'm such a lonely motherfucker. Well, Absolutely. I don't think it's about fully understanding. It's very much about uh, just trying to understand and trying being open to, to understanding, you know? You don't yeah. have to fully fully get it right off the bat but it's nice to like it's like improv you know you just get better at it every time you try it yeah i've yeah. been waiting to get better at all that stuff but really i think mm-hmm. at this point in my life and how old i am i'll just let the mystery continue and they'll have to be mystified i don't get that one but she's a bit of a mystery i'm intrigued enough to stick around that's what i'm relying on well that's great Good. How was your week? Oh, you know, my week. Uh, there's a new year. Did you hear? I did. It's whole, whole new, whole, whole new, new year. year. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I love new years. Yeah. So I like, I like new years as well. Um, but only because I got to do some improv and mm. uh, how I started off my improv year uh, was uh, breaking my hand in a meditation scene. 
Okay. I feel like I was there, but if you'd like to go in further, further. <laughs> like, are you intrigued? <laughs> Did the mystery I... reign supreme on that one? Yes, uh, I broke my hand in online improv. I'm starting the rumor here. I do not have confirmation that I've broken said hand, but I'm just rolling with it and making it a thing. I probably have, if the camera can bring it up, you can see the yellow and brown and purpley knuckles. And the bruise goes through to the other side, so maybe it's broken. And that happened in online improv. I committed hard. I committed a little bit too hard and smashed my hand on my desk as I was falling to the floor on purpose. And uh, had to put on frozen broccoli for the rest, because as soon as I realized and looked at my hand, I'm like, oh, that's not good. It's purple, and it's starting to grow in size. And... um, I do want to say it would be kind of cool if your hand like was a green screen. Yeah, it is not green screening out. Mm. Interesting. It's not green enough. Enough. Yeah. So what what we're saying is we'll have to do some more meditation scenes and and really get that green. Yeah, I guess that is what we're saying. Although I am going to say also online improv can be physical. Very physical, very dangerous. Uh, we sign a lot of disclaimers and a lot of, uh, yeah. you know, various paperwork. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not signing a lot of paperwork, you're not doing improv. No. No. But I will also say, uh, and this is where the improv um, element comes into all of this, uh, a point that I would like to make up, not make up. I'm not making this up. Mm-hmm. This is actually completely true is my first reaction. You know how we're like, hey, uh, in improv, do your first honest reaction in a scene. Like that is something that you've possibly heard from a teacher too. And uh, especially if you're trying to play a grounded individual, what's your honest reaction? My honest reaction to me realizing that I'd really fucked up my hand, that it wasn't just hurting, there was something that had actually happened was, well, at least I fucked up the finger that's already broken. Uh, and I don't henceforth do not need to really worry about this injury because I, I busted my hand in 2020 as well. And it's the same, it's the knuckle of the finger that won't bend anyways. So my first thought was, well, the finger doesn't bend anyways. So if I fucked up the knuckle, it doesn't really matter because it doesn't really work as it is. First thought. And if we, and if we have any doctors in the chat that would like to weigh in, please put your, put your thoughts in the chat. Yes. And on that note, my second thought was, I should go get a bag of ice. Second thought, though. And uh, if general people have a a, 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 con- or a, um, a prefer- preference, preference, a preferred uh, ice bag, uh, like yeah. Jen said, uh, she chose broccoli. broccoli. Um, d- does anyone have a suggestion? Um, are peas a little bit better? Who knows? Who knows? Just uh, chime in in the chat. I ate the broccoli for dinner that night. I mean, you gotta. You gotta. Yeah. After it's defrosted. frozen your hand, my hand yeah. defrosted the broccoli. It was yeah. practical at that point. Was it, was it good? Did you do anything special with it? Uh, no, I didn't because my hand was busted. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and that was, that was a medical corner on <laughs> Venus. <laughs> First time we've done that segment. <laughs> Do you want to, uh, should we put some ads on the ads, uh, uh, ads from our sponsors, which is basically yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Our ads, our, our sponsors, 
the way the re- words, the reason our show is here. The reason our show is here is us. And these yeah. are our ads. All yeah. right. I'm going to roll them. Roll them. <laughs> well, before I started improv, I used to have like a lot of anxiety around small interactions. Like at the grocery store when the checkout person would ask me how my day was, I would just clam up. I do a lot of public speaking for work and uh, it used to be that I would get up in front of a crowd and everyone would just kind of look at me weird if I said something weird. I started improv, I think I was just bored and I did theater in high school and I thought it'd be fun to get kind of back into it, you know? have something to help me escape the horrors of daily life. (laughs) I'm kidding. Love it. And now, after doing improv, I just start talking in a Western accent. Like, howdy, little lady. I love those frozen peas. But now, now I know that at any time I can just bust into an interpretive dance and people will have to react to that, you know? And if they don't react in a supportive way, they're just not being a supportive scene partner. And that's not on me. Did it help me escape the horrors? Um, yeah, I would say uh, for for a brief amount of time every week, it, it does help me escape the horrors of daily life. Yeah. Improv, it changed my life. Yeah, improv for sure changed my life. See you around, partner. I really love those frozen burritos. Are these salads buy one get one free? Cause it didn't ring up that way. Is that all, is that all you need? Did it change my life? Um. Yeah. 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 It did. Still checking. Still checking if it was a positive. never been more confident. Hi, I'm Jen DeHaan. Two episodes ago, I asked why. When asking for a suggestion of something found in a kitchen, the spatula is the most common suggestion. I posited that it was indeed the best suggestion because there are so many types of spatula. And I know why now, because look at all the options all the things people can think of when they think of an item in the kitchen. My mother, Barb, watched the ad and is a longtime kitchen dweller, but never improviser. She told me that my posit was indeed wrong, Barb suggested. Nay, informed that the best suggestion is not the spatula, not even close. Barb said the best suggestion for items that might be found in a kitchen is a pig platter. She said, look at all the options, all the things improvisers can think of when they hear pig platter. We have this big platter that is wooden and and looks like a, a pig. We have this smaller platter that is also wooden and, and it also looks like a, a smaller pig. We, we have this big platter than that one that's also wooden. This pig platter kind of looks like a rabbit. And that's why, according to Barb, pig platter is the best suggestion for items that might be found in a kitchen. So today, 
I'm Janda Han, daughter of Barb, for pig platters. Things that you might find in Barb's kitchen. Now I have to get these out of my house. Welcome back. Those Welcome back. Nice pig platters. Thank you. Well, they're Barb's pig platters. Yeah. Yeah. Good for Barb. Good for Barb. Good, Good for Barb. Barb, indeed. Yeah. All right, we've got, uh, we have soup. We have soup. Soup this week. We are brought to you by soup. Katrina, could you tell us about uh, today's soup? Yes, well, today's soup is a lovely pea soup. We have been talking a lot about uh, peas today, actually. Yes. Uh, frozen. Frozen or not frozen. Um, but yes, this is a lovely pea soup with, a, I believe, a cilantro uh, olive oil drizzle. Mm-hmm. Well, cilantro and an olive oil drizzle. So, yeah. Uh, yes. Thank you so much, Soup, for, for being there for me in the, the darkest of times. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Are you jealous of the, the pea, pea soup? I am jealous of the pea soup. I'm also uh, fixing our set right now to be yeah. fully transparent. Yeah. 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 Uh, soup, <laughs> pea soup has brought me through some dark times, uh, mm -hmm. indeed. Uh, I do also enjoy a pea soup uh, in the way of fog as well. Mm, yeah. Fog. Yeah, we were talking about dark souls earlier. Right. Yeah. So if it's foggy, you like to eat pea soup or pea soup brings about the fog? I think pea soup could bring about the fog, but I just like a general mm. fog pea soup as well. I think it uh, kind of meshes with the darkness of my soul a little bit. Is fog an ingredient or like fog is the weather that you meshes with the pea soup? You're blowing my mind right now. We are talking I, about existential dread, and I think uh, right. this has continued that theme of our show. And I think that we are going to continue that theme later on with my uh, share, which is what's coming up next, which is things that we've seen on the internet. A scene on the internet. There we go. All right, let's go to our slides. This first slide is brought to us by Katrina. I believe mm -hmm. it's from Reddit. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you found on the internet that's improv related? Yes, so um, I found, I was looking up articles on how to be a, a supportive scene partner, how to continue to grow in being a supportive scene partner. And I came across this Reddit question and then this answer to the Reddit question uh, stood out to me. Um, and it references a, an improv teacher who is actually doing some classes uh, at Weegis really? this month, I believe. Yeah, huh. uh, Craig, Craig Kikowski. Really? So um, we are uh, very excited for those classes. But uh, basically the comment said that one way or one exercise to kind of better learn how to support a scene partner mm -hmm. is to do a, re like a rehearsed play. So instead of an improv scene, you walk in to an improv scene as if you had memorized lines, as if you had rehearsed the, the blocking, if you as if this was a rehearsed play. Um, and what that does is force you to really add meaning to the lines, 
um, and make sure to react to the lines as well. So right. they're not being trampled over, like they have weight and meaning within the scene. Because within a play, every line means something, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Every, every line drives the story forward. So looking at improv that way can help you like connect with your scene partner, make sure you're supporting and listening. And uh, overall, like you don't have to go for humor all the time. Like we love a funny improv scene. Of course, of course we do. Uh, it's uh, it's one of the best things about improv is how funny it is. But also you can evoke other emotions from improv, which can actually make scenes funnier. If you, if you have like a very, you know, emotionally invested scene and then there's a funny moment it's gonna hit that much harder because you weren't expecting it exactly like out of nowhere yeah yeah so uh yeah i really enjoyed just kind of reading a little bit about that and i'd love to try this exercise someday and maybe uh let us know if you try it uh and all credit to craig kikowski (laughs) yes all right oh i forgot i forgot one thing that we are supposed to do plugs that was a plug uh, mm-hmm. that you did. So congratulations on that. But I, I love that idea, uh, taking things line by line. Um, but also the thing that you're bringing up is that it's a very important to care. Uh, mm-hmm. You're saying like the vast importance of each line, uh, having those lines, like we're, we're pretending that, uh, that we've rehearsed them in a play and that we care a lot about those lines because we've rehearsed them so many times. But adding that element of caring uh, is something that this guy talks about a lot um, of how important it is to uh, care about your character, care about your scene partners, and care about what's happening in the scene. Definitely. Yeah, I might be paraphrasing completely wrong, but if I am, tell me in a comment or something, some kind of engagement. I mean, this is sad at this point, isn't it? <laughs> We love engagement. We do love engagement. All right, let's see what's on that next slide. This is my slide that I've chosen. It's also from Reddit, but it's from a different Reddit. I'm a failed actress and I'm bitter. Uh, I wonder why that sort of uh, showed up in my feed. Anyways, um, basically this uh, thread, and it's a very active thread if you go find it on Reddit. There's like a hundred and some odd responses to this particular post about I'm 36 I believe they said I think I can see it there they're 36 and uh, not a commercial success I'm very bitter about it and feel the stage is getting further and further away from them and they can never go on to the stage anymore but what I really liked about some of the responses uh, to this thread uh, we're bringing up very valid points ones that resonated with me in improv which is basically Age does not matter. It's just a number. Uh, You can be successful at any age. You can get started at any age. And some actors are even talking about how, you know, sometimes roles get a little bit easier because you have less competition uh, as a particular demographic. So don't give up. And as somebody that has started, I started performing in my late 30s, not in improv, but performing. um, And it was just like this uh, light bulb went off. It was a big moment for me, um, loving it. And I'm glad that it's in my life, no matter success aside. And that was another theme that came up in a lot of the responses was that idea of just being happy with what you're doing and um, not really worrying about 
success, not worrying about reaction, not worrying about what other people think, uh, that you have to enjoy it yourself. You have to be doing it for yourself. You have to be putting in the work and enjoying the work that you're doing and the outcome of it. And that's the important thing. And one response really resonated with me as an online person and the thing that we're doing right now, and this relates completely to what we've been saying in the show so far, begging for engagement is that we're just putting pixels out into the void. It's something I say a lot because we don't get that interaction uh, from an audience. We don't see the reaction when you're doing online improv. Uh, you know, sometimes there's other people in the room, of course, but we don't get that feedback, that immediate feedback about how we're doing, which is a very important thing to progress in improv. But when you don't have it, you really have to turn inward and be happy with what you're doing yourself and the, the product that you're putting out because we don't have that reaction. So so that was one of the responses in the thread that I particularly enjoyed reading because it really resonated with me as well. Katrina, what do you think? I love this so much. Um, I think you and I possibly have similar viewpoints as far as like art and what we enjoy doing. It's like we do it very much for ourselves. And I do have like a lot of friends that you meet that are very like focused on, you know, I want to get to this by the time I'm this age or I want to, you know, I've had or like even people I really admire, like musicians and stuff, like have had interviews that I've read where they're like, yeah, if I didn't make it by 30, I was going to quit. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Like your life doesn't end at an age until you're, it ends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not to be like, whatever, oh, no, like, we're really like, getting existential now. I know. Oh, gosh. But no, some of like the most fun improvisers I've ever played with are like people who started later in life. And that's the beautiful thing about improv is like everyone brings their perspective mm -hmm. and however like many experiences they've had to it and um like younger or older I, everyone has something to say and has bring something to it and that's what makes it so fun so yeah, yeah. definitely i love the idea of like more people feeling that way and yeah that way and i mean that's that's so true that we we draw upon our lived experience uh mm -hmm. we flash memory to all sorts of things which gets easier and easier the more that you do and practice improv and get the reps in um but i mean it's it's actually quite surprising the things that you do think of and you do that just suddenly you d haven't thought about something for 10 years and suddenly it's there and and drawing upon all those rich experiences helps you as an improviser so the more years you do have i think is is helpful in a lot of ways Definitely. Yeah. And it gets, for me, it gets all those weird things in there too. Yeah. Makes me realize how weird <laughs> I am. Let's go to the next slide. <laughs> Speaking of weird, here's a word of the week. Katrina, why do we do word of the week? Well, we, we love a word of the week. So you might be able to use it in an improv scene. So exactly. if you're looking for a fancy, weird little word, but not mm -hmm. improv scene, here you go. Here's here one. you go. You know, I got a note this week, uh, or it wasn't a note, it was just a comment, really, of um, uh, that they were trying to analyze my character because I said, I reckon that, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, where is this character from? What era? And where do they live? And I'm just like, 2024 Vancouver Island? Because I use that phrase all the time. <laughs> all right, so our word of the week is fly spec. Fly spec which refers to a tiny stain, a small stain that could have been made by insect poop, but it can also just refer to a very small 
or insignificant thing like my life. Like your what? Like my life. I'm continuing on the existential dread of uh, a pea soup. Episode three, everyone. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Soup. No holds. No holding back. I I did get that. You did get that, yeah. I did get the soup reference. You got the soup reference, yeah. And I put the soup sound on as well because I made a soup reference. I I appreciate it. I couldn't hear it, but I knew what you did. Yeah, oh, good. You saw me (laughs) go for the button, yeah. Soup. 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 Yeah. Yes, it is good. Uh, The word pause it was another one that I put into the ad that that one just came out of my mouth in the the moment. And um, yeah, putting putting interesting words into a scene is something that many improv nerds seem to enjoy. Yep. Love a good weird word. Thank you. I appreciate it. For sure. All right. We're on to scene sprinkles. Season with specifics from anywhere. That means anywhere on the internet. Um, and seeing what we're referring to here is the fact that it is good. It is good practice to be looking around the world, looking around all the media sources for things that might, uh, inspire scenes or be added to scenes, facts, interesting bits, little factoids that we can add as interest points. Exactly. Of information. Yes. Small. Insignificant. Mm -hmm. I guess it could be significant. Could be. Yeah. All right. Let's see what we got here. Our first one, Katrina. Yes. So this is a TikTok I found. Um, So credit to at Professor Neil on TikTok. Uh, But I found it interesting because it's all all about like how we perceive drawn art. Like to simplify it. Um, So basically uh, he talks about Scott McCloud's picture plane, which basically um, it it's a it's a triangle and up here you have abstraction, realistic and uh, like graphic art and all art kind of falls within somewhere around there. Um, But when it comes to like comic books, uh, which is where the conversation kind of started, um, it was brought up that uh, Spider-Man actually was intended to have a red and black costume. Did you know that? I did not. I did not know that. But it was misinterpreted because the shadowing done in the comic book was blue, or the highlight, I guess, it was blue, um, which is common in comic books. Like I used to read, you know, Archie comics a lot, and they always like had a like a blue shine in Veronica's hair, you know. Yeah. Um, and so it was misinterpreted enough that they eventually just made his costume outfit red and blue. Huh? Isn't that wild? That is pretty um, wild. So it just kind of goes into like how we perceive art and um, like is Charlie Brown's hair like one long piece of hair or is it a bit like a does it represent a tuft of hair mm. and then the problems that creates when we do try to like create a medium or like move it move medium so if it like was moved to a 3D medium like someone has to decide whether it's a tuft of hair or one like long strand of hair kind of thing. So it was was just kind of like about perception and art. And I thought it was really interesting because like that kind of ties together with improv in the sense of like, we can both watch the same scene and get something out of it completely Mm -hmm. different. Yeah. Um, So I just thought that was cool. (laughs) And then also like the, the interpretation, uh, all of our interpretations are completely different based on, that lived history and how long it might be exactly uh, going back to that one for a second um and and then it's 
listening so intensely to, you know, under to understand your scene partner's interpretation of perhaps something that you just dropped and whether or not you're on the same page or you need to kind of figure out, oh, you kind of took it that way. I might have taken it that way, a different way. You know, I'm also thinking about, first of all, this uh, media share is going to titillate a whole lot of nerds out there, I think, improv nerds like comic books. But also, but also the discord that would generally ensue after some of those decisions are made, at least about, you know, Charlie Brown's hair. I can imagine, you know, there's camps on either side about whether or not it's a single strand or a tuft and, and just the, the fear that could occur uh, once that decision had been made by some exactly. poor 3D artist exactly, or their boss. Yeah. But we won't talk about improv discord at the moment. How about we go to the next slide? What else do we have? Oh yes. Okay. This one's this one's gonna take this one takes a little bit of a, a walk uh, from facts, but there are some facts in there. So this TikTok that I was watching uh, brought up that uh, the uh, fact that uh, being in a cult. Uh, can actually rewire your brain neurologically. So if you are in a cult or any kind of fundamentalist, uh, say, religion group or whatever, uh, from a younger age or any age, it will actually rewire your neurons. And the way that this is, or the reason that this is important, is because uh, people who are in a cult or in some of these groups, uh, whatever belief system it might be, uh, do not know that they are you know, separate or, or weird or, you know, that they've been rewired. They fully believe that uh, reality to them. Uh, so I found that this was uh, particularly interesting because I've been in a couple scenes lately that have taken place within cults. And the direction for these scenes were just all of you believe this, right? Like no one thinks it's weird. This is your actual reality. And I thought, so therefore it kind of relates to improv in a way to remember uh, who your character is and what their point of view is and what their belief system is. And a lot of times, even in a weird world, they believe that this is all completely true, real, and grounded. And that's how wild worlds can be grounded in a nature. Everybody believes that that is true. So that was sort of the improv thing that I took from this particular TikTok that I watched. And also, there is a lot of science behind it. If you do a Google search, you can find a lot of scientific articles about the actual neurological rewiring of people in these uh, belief systems, from especially from an early age. Wow, that's. Yeah. I mean, that kind of that feels like something I already knew, but I didn't know. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It's cool yeah. to have confirmation. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd heard it as well. I hadn't looked up the science. I did look up the science uh, before, or at least I browsed through some of it before bringing it here. But um, yeah, I think this one was a little bit more of a making me think about instead of a fact or a specific fact that I could sprinkle into a scene, just a improv context because improv nerd, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I think I was in one of those cult scenes with you and it was very like a challenge to completely take on a different viewpoint of the world and just fully accept without being kind of an outsider. Yeah. Cause I kind of, I tend to do that in scenes where I'm like, Oh, I'm an outsider observing, but like, 
I need to like, that's something I would want to work on is, is being like fully immersed, fully committing. Um, and that, that is a challenge, but, um, it does kind of, kind of help just to be like, no, this, this person fully believes in this reality and Mm -hmm. get into that headspace. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's a different type of grounding. Yeah. Not cool that cults exist, (laughs) but cool brain knowledge to know. Cool brain knowledge to know. (laughs) I love that. Did you, it was, what's that saying of like the brain's the only organ that can learn about itself? Wow. Not weird. I guess that's good because I wouldn't want my skin to become self-aware. Yeah. Then I would know what I'm putting on it at night and it would be like, no, don't do that. Yeah. It'd have a few words for us. I think it would have, it would. Submit to weenus. Submit to us. Not like an occult way. Not an occult way. Like (laughs) in a information way. Yes. And uh, would you like to talk to us and send us, you can send us, uh, stories, you can send us articles, you can send us something that you'd like to share, like a video clip or whatever. Just uh, our, our website's there. You can find all the information and a contact form if you want to get in touch with us. Get all right, touch. get in touch with us. Katrina, how are you doing? I'm good. Excellent. Yes. Um, should we do our final segment. Well, yeah. All right. <laughs> I guess I, sh- I guess so. Let's I do guess it. so. Let's do it. All right. Let me see. Can I find the button? Let's see if I can find the button. It's right here. And Oh my god, it's actually not working right now. No. No. Oh no, how do we get it to work? I don't know. I'm just going to see if I can get our backup here to work. See, this is very poor, poor um, production value right now. I don't even think I have it. So we're going to have to do, I think, a manual, a manual like representation of the changing of the will. I'm sorry, it's manual. And here we go. That at least worked. We have a new photo. Very nice. Yeah, it's that. That was unsettling to me. I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry. I think the thing is, you they don't even the viewers don't even know that they're missing anything if we don't tell them. Well, we did tell them in experience, like a a very high level of detail too. Oh, I really, I really messed up right now. And you're really missing out because this was big and now it's small and tiny. It was really, really big and you missed out on a whole lot. Well, they'll have to come and watch us next week. We'll have to, or watch last week's. Or watch last week's or the week before the two first shows in which it did work. It did work. But not today. We're not lying. It's there. It is there. Yeah. So come watch us next week, please. Mm. Please. Yes. Let's we, roll do, some, oh, sorry. Do we have some plugs? Oh, we do have plugs. Good remembering. What's your I, plug? I had none. I just oh. wanted to ask. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess, um, again, I can plug that we do have a TikTok. We, I don't know if we posted on it yet. Have we posted on it yet? 
On the TikTok? Yes, we have. Oh, okay, we have. Yeah. Um, it's WN Improv Show. Um, and we are trying to get to a thousand followers yeah. so we can stream our show on TikTok. Yeah. And, you know, someone can send us a weird flower emoji. Yes. And I think we have uh, probably about 998 followers to go because mm -hmm. uh, Katrina and I are, are following us, but oh, I don't yeah. don't know if there's anyone else following us. Oh, uh, Katrina just uh, got so, so sad that uh, that um, <laughs> that we don't have enough followers that Katrina just bolted right out of the studio. Just bolted. Just like that. I ceased to exist. Um, mm -hmm. Well, I was going to say, maybe um, we should... Oh, am I frozen now? Okay. No, you're working. There you go. Okay. There we go. I'm here. I'm here. Um, I was going to say maybe we should we should have an incentive if people do follow us. Um, okay. I'll say if we reach a thousand followers, mm -hmm. I will um I will do a one hour ASMR live stream on oh our God. channel. Oh my God. Okay, yeah. you have to follow us now. <laughs> Please follow us because I want to go to that. I want to yeah. hear that. I want it will be it will be slightly improv based. Okay. <laughs> Yes. Excellent. Improvised ASMR. I think probably yeah. most of it is, to be fair and honest. Yeah, yeah. to be fair. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I will plug uh, WGImprovSchool.com. We have um, a new program called Labs. And Labs is a class and a show hybrid series. So you actually get to come onto this channel and do a show. It will be streamed and... Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we have a montage, a pulling premise. We have Billy Merritt doing a podcast, which will be released as a podcast. And I'm doing something called an improvised morning show, and it's going to be using a non-Zoom format to stream. So it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to seeing what people do. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Do you want to roll some credits? Guess so. We should roll some credits. Thank Let's you so much for watching. Roll. Thanks for watching. Uh, here we go in the credits. Oh, look, it's me. Yeah, and it's me. And um, it's if me. we have guests, we'll have uh, guests. Uh, that would be good. If we have guests, we have guests. When we have guests someday. Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, thank you, WG Improv School. Thank you so much. Go to Weenus. Go to Weenus. Go to Weenus. All right. That's us. Have a good week. And blackout. This was taken from a live stream of the world's nerdiest improv show, parentheses, WNIS, parentheses, Weenus. If you'd like more information about the show, the videos, transcripts, or anything else, please go to our website at ween.is. That's W-E-E-N dot I-S. Thanks for listening.